we pray first? That's a good place to start, right? Uh, Dear Jesus, thank you for all the words and the encouragement you've given us this morning. Thank you for all the ways that you speak to us. Thank you for all the ways that you talk to us and minister to us in our lives. Thank you that you don't leave us in the same place, but you give us a mission and a journey and a plan for our lives that you call us to walk and to work with you. I pray that um, as you've been preparing my heart for this, I pray that you speak to everyone here. Um, Amen. Um, I need uh, a volunteer, please. I need a child volunteer. And uh, I've got a job for you to do. And um, I'm gonna, if you do it, I'm going to pay you some money. Okay, come up to the front. What I need you to do is I'd like you, one at a time, to pick a peg up and put it in the bag, please. Because obviously I'm very messy with my own belongings. I like to take one peg at a time and put it in the bag until all of the pegs are cleared up, please. So we're going to read um, from Matthew 20. Uh, And we're going to read the parable of the workers in the field. Um, So if you've got your Bibles, please, please do flick there. Right. um, I actually need another worker. This isn't kind of going fast enough. I need another worker, please. You're doing really good. Carry on. Don't stop. I need another, I need another worker. Come on, Noah. Noah? No? BB? Come on, BB. BB? You don't care about money. Can you? That's it. Well done. That's it. Well done, BB. Need another worker, please. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire workers for his vineyard. I'm going to change between saying vineyard and vineyard. It, you know, tell me about it later, you know, (laughs) but you know what I mean. He agreed to pay them a denarius for the day and sent them into his vineyard. About nine in the morning, he went out and saw others standing in the marketplace doing nothing. He told them, You also go and work in my vineyard, and I will pay you whatever is right. He said to them, so he went out again about noon and about three in the afternoon and did the same thing. About five in the afternoon, he went out and still and found others still standing around. You guys are doing great. I need another worker, please. Eliza. He went out about three in the afternoon, did the same thing. About five in the afternoon, he went out and found others still standing around. He asked them, why have you been standing around here all day long? Because no one has hired us, they answered. He said to them, you also go and work in my vineyard. When evening came, 
The owner of the vineyard came, said to the foreman, call the workers and pay them their wages, beginning with the last ones hired and go on to the first. Right, well done, well done. Right, Eliza, Eliza Bibi, come up here. Now you were, the first, you were the last one to come up. So here is a pound. Thank you, Thank you so much, you can go and sit back down. <laughs> Bibi, you, were, you, were, you came up in midday, there you go, there's a pound. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> and you came up from the very beginning, didn't you? There's a pound. So when those who were hired first, they expected to receive more, but each one of them also received a denarius. When they received it, they began to grumble against the landowner. I mean, these obviously are very well-behaved children, didn't grumble against me at all. Those who are hired last worked only one hour, they said. You have made them equal to us. us who have borne the heat and the burden of the work of the day. But he answered one of them, am I not at being unfair to you, friend? Didn't you agree to work for Denarius? Take your pay and go. I want to give the one who was hired last the same as I gave you. Don't I have the right to do what I want with my own money? Or are you envious because I am generous? So the last will be first, and the first will be last. So, hi, my name's John. I am really nervous, um, but like a duck on the water, I am paddling furiously underneath. So um, today we're gonna talk about the generosity of God. We're gonna talk about God as the landowner, us as the workers, and the vineyard being the kingdom of God. So, what really is fair? See, growing up with a as a child with a younger sibling, my parents always wanted to treat me the same, or treat us the same. It infuriated me, drove me crazy. Anyone here have younger brothers and sisters? See, logically, I'm older, right? You know? I should get better Christmas, better birthday presents, you know? Uh, I've been around longer, for a start, so they should love me more. <laughs> I also do more chores, add more jobs and more responsibility. You know, like cleaning your own room and making your own bed is a chore. Um, but as an adult now, I kind of really empathise with these early morning workers. There is. There is a fairness challenge here. See, I have a job now. I work, I work for a, a firm and I get up. It's my responsibility to turn up to work early in the morning, write some emails, sign some papers and do the tasks all assigned to me. So why is it then fair that those who have recently started to work where I work should get more than me? Or they should get asked to do less? Am I not a good and faithful employee? 
So why, why do I have to go last? Why, why am I not first? So what's this parable telling us? Um, I always find it really helpful to ask questions here. Um, who are the workers? Who is the landlord? And what is the vineyard? What is a vineyard? Um, and we've got to think about this in kind of context, really. What, where are we, where has Jesus been talking to and, and where is he going to go and talk to? So um, who is talking? When are they saying these things? Why, you know, who are they saying these things to and why? In Matthew chapter 19, the chapter before, Jesus is talking about the rich and the kingdom of God. He's asking, what must I do to get eternal life? That's what this young rich chap's asking. What must I do to have eternal life? So that's kind of the context we're sitting in. So who are the workers? Um, we really are the workers. I think that leaps out. Um, and does anyone here grow up in a Christian home? Yeah? Um, see, there are many people who grew up rooted in families within churches all over the world. From a very young age, their, their church and their, fa- their family goes to, goes to church. No doubt these families worked in the fields early in the day. Christian mums and dads, sons and daughters, are all the early morning vineyard workers. But there are those that hear the call of the landlord at different stages of their life. They might hear it in their teens, in their 30s, They might hear it in their retirement. All these people hear the call of the landlord to come and work. And who is the landlord? Well, it says he owns fields of vines. He needs workers. And the landlord's job is to bring more workers into the vineyard. The landlord is God. It is Jesus. He's the one who rewards the work. So what is the vineyard? The vineyard is the kingdom of God. We are told that there is work to be done and God needs workers. So, kids, this bit's mostly for grown-ups. I might lose you a bit, but I'll bring you back in at the end, all right? Today, we have a vastly different experience of what work is than 2,000 years ago. Um, Landowners don't go to the town centre and find people. Um, We use recruitment agents. Uh, There are job fairs, uh, headhunters, um, LinkedIn. Uh, Is anyone here a recruitment agent, just in case? You're safe. You're safe. Phew. Okay. Well, their job, broadly, is to tell us how much we're worth how much we can earn, and in turn, in modern-day culture, we kind of align this to how much we value ourselves. Is that right? How much we earn means how much we are worth. Is that really true? See, my first job was a paper round back when we had papers delivered to your front door. I earned three pounds an hour. Is that how much I... That was a good wage, isn't it? (laughs) For for 45 minutes' work, I earned three pounds an hour. But um, was that how much I was worth, three pounds? When I was grappling with this verse 
There was one thing that really spoke to me in the story, and I, and I kind of want to grab it and hold it for a little bit. Everyone's wage here is the same, no matter where they come from, who they were, or how old they are. That's really important. So, as John said, I live in a town called Basingstoke, so notorious um, that it's often re referred to as Blazingstoke or Basinggrad. Um, I'm not sure, sure what the town centre's like here in you know, stunning Swindon, uh, who it's filled with, but in um, Basingstoke, and I've written this in bold, uh, you will find in Basingstoke town centre a wonderful assortment of people. But the thing is, that is what this landowner was looking for. They needed someone and some people to pick grapes. The harvest was ready. It literally did not matter who you were. You were needed to work as part of a team to grow the vineyard, to grow the kingdom of God. So why are the workers hard to find? What kept them from coming to work? What are the motivations of the workers? If I'm one of these workers, then I should know something about working in the vineyard. Um, am I an early morning worker? Am I a midday worker, an afternoon worker? See, when I started working in the vineyard, it wasn't super early in the morning. But when I did start working, I found other workers who would help me. They would help me know which grapes were right to pick, what the best tools were to use, how to keep them sharp, how to avoid getting too tired, too hot, blisters. I mean, you can kind of stretch this analogy as much as you want, but really preparing me to do this for the rest of my life. So maybe I was so busy with this that I never really thought about what I was going to get paid. Picking up those pegs, I never thought actually what my payment was. The real challenge came to me in this question, and it's kind of like, it was a punch to the gut. Who, who are you working for? So am I working for the wage for a day? Am I working for that denarius, that pound coin? At, or am I working for the landowner? I think in modern day, it's so easy to get caught up in the, is this wage good enough for me? Go to these recruitment fairs, these con recruitment consultants, I can increase your wage by 12%, I can increase it by 20%. And a, and a denarius, I mean, what is that worth anyway? Uh, but Jesus doesn't want the rich loaded down with denarius. He's saying the first will be last and the last will be first. The last will be invited. The first will get to see the last go in before them. Not because the first are worth less, but I know in my walk, I want those that came before me that are part of my tapestry of faith, who've been building me up, I want them to be so pleased to see and cheer me into the kingdom. They will take, I hope, joy and cherish 
the hours that we laboured together in the field. In the verse it says, you have made them equal to us. Are you envious because I am generous? The reality is, God, as the landowner, he's calling everyone to his kingdom, no matter when in their life. He's not Jeff Bezos. He's not expecting you to pack so many Amazon Prime packages in an hour. You know, he doesn't want five baskets of grapes every hour. You're not being performance managed. How many basket, baskets of grapes you can pick doesn't equal how much you will get paid. You won't receive more than anyone else. It's not by works that your faith is rewarded. And inversely, the same is true. See, this story really challenges our hearts, my heart, because the wages are not reduced if you only work half a day. Your place in God's kingdom is not second class because you got saved in your 40s or in your 60s. The reality of God's generosity is that nobody gets leftovers and stale water. Everyone gets a place at the table and they get the full meal. No matter how long you've been working in the field, People who start to work early shouldn't be jealous of the people that start to work later. People who came early to faith need not feel jealous of those who came to faith later because he is a generous God. I think what God would want us to do is the first being last for all of us to be cheering in those who we have seen come to work in the kingdom. The reality is the fruit is not the grapes. The fruit is not the grapes. The fruit is the new workers. The fruit is the new workers. In our faith, we are all called. God came into the town centre and asked if you wanted to work for him and build his kingdom. Jesus came down to earth And in the highways and hedgerows, he found his workers for his kingdom. No matter what our age or when we come to faith, if you are breathing, God has a place for you in his vineyard. (laughs) The reward is the same. Thank you, guys.